Hey, it's Quest for Freedom. I'm Natalie Sisson, your fellow freedomist, and today I'm going to talk about this goddamn vlog that I keep talking about. So in case you haven't listened to a few previous episodes, one of my big things this year is I'm going to release not one, but two vlogs. I can't believe I'm doing this because now you have to hold me personally accountable. I'm putting this out there publicly on my podcast and in my emails and on social media. And I've honestly, even though I talked about taking imperfect action in um, episode 32, I haven't yet jumped in front of the camera to do the vlog. And part of that has been getting a new puppy and the ultimate distraction that that really causes in your life. It is a little bit like having a newborn baby. I'm not going to lie. On top of that, we've had woofers, which stands for willing workers on organic farms, and they come and stay on our property. They do a lot of great work around the property in return for board and food. And I'm constantly organizing them, showing what tasks they can do, managing them, answering their questions. On top of that, I had the open day at our co-working barn, so I've got people coming here quite regularly. And then on top of that, I've got my own projects and some external projects. So I feel like I might have stretched myself a little bit in the last couple of weeks. And I'm not saying those are the excuses for not getting in front of the video camera, but there's some pretty decent upfront reasons why. Another reason is because I've been so freaking tired every morning from the little pup. (laughs) I don't feel getting in front of the video camera sleep deprived is exactly what you want to see. But you know what? Screw it. I'm going to do it. And uh, I'm going to deliver it this weekend as in I am going to jump in front of the video camera, show you some different backdrops in my studio and play around and have fun. I've got lots of topics in mind that I want to talk about. And so this episode today is for any of you who are interested in just getting on video more, to be able to really engage and reach your clients, your customers, and your community in a far more deep and compelling way. I miss doing videos. I used to hire videographers around the world uh, in London and Berlin in Bali and just shoot like 10 to 12 videos in a day and then have them go out every week. And I miss the interaction. I still get comments on these videos even now, and I haven't produced them for about two years. So youtube.com forward slash Natalie Sisson is where it's all going to go down for my personal vlog, which is obviously going to be all about freedom. Specifically, how do you get more personal everyday freedom? How do you structure your business to have more freedom in that? And how do you go about having lifestyle freedom? Because a lot of people, once they get the time to actually do awesome things, don't always know how to spend that time. It's incredible. I know, but I'm going to help you with it. And there'll be some other cool things going on in there. But I got the chance to talk to the one and only Amy Landino, formerly Amy Schmittauer. Schmittastic, she is. Uh, I've talked about her a few times on previous podcasts because I read and listened to her audiobook. And then she kindly jumped on a call with me because we've been friends for quite a while. And I just wanted to delightfully pick her brain about a few things related to not only my personal vlog, but also to the dog vlog that is also coming. I've been capturing a lot of footage of the two cuties, Angel and Kayla, my gorgeous white German shepherd puppies, 11 months and uh, nine weeks respectively at the time of recording this. And that one I'm really excited about because it's just nothing to do with me. And it's just all their cuteness and adorableness. Uh, And there is a point to it because behind the audience that I want to build on YouTube and through their Facebook page, I also want to start selling boutique dog products. Enough of this talking about doing this stuff. 
God damn it, I'm going to get into doing it. And so I just wanted to share a couple of tips in this short conversation I had with Amy. I've just taken a, a couple of snippets out of it that I think might be really interesting to you if you're wanting to video more, not just necessarily start a vlog. So we kind of discussed some of the YouTube tactics and just ways of getting yourself out there, getting the topics in your head and then out onto that video camera and then released to the world. If this is of zero interest to you, I totally understand. You might want to check out some of my previous episodes, like 11 Hacks for Learning More Effectively and Quickly. I've got episodes around mindfulness, meditation, around taking business sabbaticals. They are all over at nataliesisson.com forward slash live, where you'll find the complete sort of listing of previous podcast episodes. So dig in, find some cool stuff that you love, and let me know what you're listening to in terms of my podcast. Obviously, other podcasts are great too, but hopefully right now you're listening to this one. All right, here's Amy. Just having like the dog brand, I love that idea. With that, like just just be like ready to like listen to what people think about it and think like, how can you make it even better? Like, I don't know if, if just their point of view is going to be good. Maybe some voiceover, maybe some like interesting like storytelling with that could work. But like, I think the idea is pretty cool. That is... They're just, they're having a little playtime in the background here. I was going to definitely do voiceover and sort of maybe even voice bubbles. And sometimes Josh and I are kind of talking about things we're doing with them, if that appeals. So not like, we're not dog gurus. We're definitely not the best. But if we can say, here's what we've been doing. But otherwise, I really just wanted to kind of keep it about about them. So there'll be some people in, in yeah. it. But yeah. Just Good. Yeah. Include just a little bit of like human fla- flavor, but don't take away from them. And I think it'll be great. Yeah. I think okay, be cool. cool. Awesome. Cool. Otherwise, it's um, just like, yeah, so I'm not as worried about that because I've, I've looked things up on YouTube. I've looked at the sort of top dog channels. I want to do some more research. <laughs> They're totally playing. But um, there's a lot of really crappy videos out there where people are like, here's what my dog did when I went away for 45 minutes and it was the most boring thing in the world. So I feel like there's lots of opportunity to, and it had 10 million views. So I think there's lots of opportunity to, to just do better and I just want to have fun with it. I've got a really good camera now, etc. But for, for my vlog, I'm, I'm very mindful of what what is it going to make it unique what's going to make it stand out i mean you're absolutely natural at it now and it's awesome to see and how much you've improved it um, i've got a studio next door i've got lights i've got backdrops but i don't really you know like i'm cool with that it's more just like what am i going to turn up and talk about that's actually important and useful to people and i wanted to be a little edgier this year so a bit like you i've always been kind of known as like super practical really useful really valuable encouraging in a kick butt kind of way but then you look at like your lovely friend Gary Vee and he's just like that's not my style but he at least is quite polarizing in how he'll people love him or hate him and I've just never had I was listening to your thing about comments and stuff about how you've really not had that many people ever saying really bad stuff and I think that's a good thing but at the same time I'm like why am I not pushing enough people's buttons like right. what what's going to make them go yeah yeah so just any, I mean, I've got some good ideas about it, but just anything that's kind of speaking out to you, given that you know me, that you think would be a potential way to go to just make it a little more my flavor, more my style. Well, I think, um, especially based on just like being really fresh on this and being really fresh on like making changes, something, I mean, like I'll just speak to like my experience about this. I, first of all, totally agree with the idea of just like picking a lane and going for it and being on the edgy side. Like if you know what that looks like for you, then I would lean into that because obviously you also will ideally have a clue of who that person is that's going to receive it and love you because there have to be obviously enough of those to totally make the ones that don't like you a hundred percent worth it. Um, 
I think the biggest, the most significant change I made was it's like, everyone likes me. Everyone, this is great. This is great. But I was like, I need to draw the line somewhere. The first line I ended up drawing was female to male. I didn't like how many males I had viewing the channel because I felt like I wasn't really talking to them. When I first started it, I wanted it to be for women. And then I kind of just changed my mind because it was like social media marketing can help anyone. But now I feel like I really am talking to women most of the time. It doesn't mean it doesn't apply to men, but my brand ended up shifting into more like feminine, like qualities, like visually and, um, and pretty much just how I formulated titles and thumbnails and things like that. Um, but I still could be myself. But the other thing I think is, um, just how often like you have to post, right? If you want to get more creative, don't like worry about it taking a little bit longer. Like I think we live in this world in marketing where we're like, get it out, get it out, get it out, post, post, post. All that time I was doing that on YouTube over X number of years, I probably was putting way too much energy in posting more often than posting more high quality stuff. It paid off because I think the period of time I was doing it, it was better for me in the marketing space to post way more often because it helped me stand out. In the YouTube space, I can tell you right now that my average is 2,000 subscribers a month. Right now, I'm averaging 6,500, 7,000 for some reason. I don't know. The only thing I can point out is I slowed down. But I can see it with the content, the content that's starting to trend. It's more general so it can serve a larger audience. But the way that you handle it yourself is what's going to grow the actual niche audience. It's going to like butts and seats, buy books, like that kind of thing. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes total sense. And I guess my big thing around that was tying the book in. So I think you did a really good job. You know, you did a lot about blogging, but you also had personal stuff in there following you. So there's kind of behind the scenes with Amy and then there's, there's this thing that I do really well. Um, and so I'm just really mindful of how do I kind of keep those topics tied in with the relation to the book and then the course that I already have. So that yeah, makes, I think, yeah, that makes I sense. Think here's, here's where everybody gets like the vlog confused is every when you look at like a Casey Neistat or or whatever like you just assume like I have to film my day I have to make my day look super interesting um that's wrong across the board on YouTube the best vloggers are trying to take one cohesive topic and like tie it all in together so like the video that I did about like oh I'm like speaking like crazy it wasn't one speaking engagement like I stitched together three and like it was like a whole experience And the only reason why that works is because like, you know, this, most people don't want to speak like it's more horrifying than death. So for me to actually be saying speaking is awesome and you should be paying attention to the fact that I am speaking is more than just hire me to speak. It's, um, this is, this is how I've gotten notoriety. This is, this is all the stuff I've been telling you what to do. This is how I'm making it happen as you can see it in action. So it's, all the things I'm showing off about my life pertain to that. 2017, I got way like across the board on this and I just let people into every facet of my life. But um, I noticed that the things that were actually like aspirational, like uh, working on a photo shoot or a video shoot or speaking or whatever, them knowing that that's how, what I wanted and when I wanted to do more of that, that stuff ended up landing better on the audience as something they actually wanted to watch. Otherwise it's just, here's my day. Yay me like tune in. It's so exciting. Those videos do crap. Even if you edit them to be phenomenal. So like you were saying, like all those themes within your book, if you're showing like behind the scenes of your life, like make it really focused in each of the episodes 
what the, what the thing that you have going on in your life. Like there could be one whole vlog dedicated to a coworking space in a barn and it could be multiple days and multiple sort of like stories around that. And that's an interesting video because it keeps focus and there's like a, literally a reason you're making good on in the title, if that makes sense. I think your head's in the right spot. I think the reality is like, are you using um, any like research tools or something like, um, like TubeBuddy or whatever, like I suggested in the book to kind of see what's trending so I took yeah. a, a bunch of notes in your book and because I was listening on audio, I took a few in Evernote, but I want to go back to your PDF or, you know, the digital yeah. copy and do that and plot out the editorial calendar and everything, which I'm pretty good at doing, but I just want to, yeah, go do that. Definitely see what's trending. Um, yeah, and just, just like yeah. look at, if, if you look at like any, any self-development video, really, that's got a decent amount of views on it. These days it's kind of hard to tell because it's like, they may have paid for the views. Like that's fine. But once you do pay for a certain amount of views, which I never do because I'm like too much of a nerd of whether or not something's doing well organically. I can't bring myself to buy views because otherwise I won't know. Mm -hmm. But in most cases, if you actually do, you kind of give confidence to the viewer that like people are watching this. So I will too. But that's a rant for another day. If you actually like look at some self-development titles of videos and see like, oh, okay, this is getting some traction. Like, just look at the basics of the title and you'll be able to tell why. And then look at the thumbnail and how it's complementing it and you'll be able to tell why. And it's, it's really that simple. Like, if you can get those two things right on YouTube and then be a personality that people enjoy watching once they click play, then that's really all you need and that video could do really, really well. So some interesting little snippets there. I didn't obviously put the whole conversation in. However, I really hope you got some great takeaways from it. I think Amy is just on top of the trends right now when it comes to vlogging, to YouTube, to influencers, to creating beautiful video, and to doing a lot of this just, you know, on the spur of the moment, making it happen, and just putting one foot in front of the other and giving it a shot pressing record on that camera. So I hope you've enjoyed that. If you want five tips to just getting started with video straight away, then come back to episode 31, nataliesisson.com forward slash 31. I believe that's where I shared some tips from my lovely Brazilian friend. And uh, they certainly helped me to just grab the smartphone and record a pretty cool video. And I know you can do it too. And why? Because video is watched by freaking billions of people. YouTube is on the rise. People are spending more and more and more and more time watching video. Facebook is pushing it like crazy. Instagram is trending towards it. It's kind of a place you have to be. So even if you're not comfortable in front of the camera, there's lots of other things you can do like tutorials, screen shares. Um, you can also have other people be in your videos and you can do the talking behind the scene or you can create beautiful artistic videos that still get the message across about what you do to help you grow your business, engage your audience, and just frankly, have more fun. I'm Natalie Sisson. You've been listening to Quest for Freedom, and I really look forward to seeing some of your videos that might just come out of listening to this podcast. Hopefully, Amy and I have inspired you a little bit more to take that leap of faith and press record. <laughs>